this Mishnah begins with the following Gavaldiga Yisoidim. You have to understand the connection between this Mishnah and the previous Mishnah. Are you with me? Okay. The Mishnah says like this. Listen carefully. Rabbi Doisa ben Harkinos. Oime. Sheina shal shachris. Morning sleep. V'yayin shal tzaharayim. And wine in the afternoon. V'sichas hayalodim. And children schmoozing. V'yishivas botek in isiyos shal ame oretz. And the schmoozing and sitting and gathering in, in, in places of Ameratzim, all of these things, all of the above. Moitzin esa odom min ha'oilam. Take a person out of this world. Which we have to understand what this means. First of all, the truth is, um, many Mishnahis put this Mishnah with the previous Mishnah. It's one Mishnah. We're reading it as two because that's one version. But even if it's one, or even if it's two, what is the connection between yesterday's Mishnah and today's Mishnah? So the Markevus Mishnah explains Pshat, and he says that once the Tanoim told us in Eitzes how a person shouldn't forget his learning, or all of these things, Rav Dusa is telling us things that through them, um, through them, a person will not forget his learning, that if you're careful of these things, that you will not forget any of your learning. And we have to understand... What, are the, what exactly are these things and what do they mean to us? So, first of all, um, there are other Mishnahis. If you, anyone, uh, you guys are familiar with Pirkei Ovis, right? First of all, we have Pirkei Ovis Shabbos afternoon, Baruch Hashem. Second of all, many people were given Pirkei Ovis for their learning on, on Shavuos now. And some people, I think people have learned Pirkei Ovis before, right? You for sure learned Pirkei Ovis, right? You've done it already? No. You haven't done it yet? Okay, so you'll do it in Mitzvah But there's many Mishnahis that talk about Mutzines Odom and Oilam. One of the famous ones is what? What's the famous Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis that talks about, you did it about pair, no? Take it, no, 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 that takes, and we've seen us Odom in Oilam, what is it? Covered. Ah, oh, very good. Covered, taiva, right, kina, jealousy. These are things that take a person out of this world. What about, what's the difference between those Mishnahs and this Mishnah that also says these things take you out of the world? So, one of the answers would be that the difference is that those Mishnahs are things that always are always are bad. Kina is a really bad middah. A person is jealous of somebody else. It's a horrible middah. It's a really bad middah. There's nothing really good that can be done with jealousy. Except for Chazal tell us, you're jealous of someone who's a Tamad Chacham, you're jealous of your, you know, your friend who's learning more than you, you want to do the same thing. Okay, that's also that's a good jealousy. But generally speaking, it's a bad middah. Right? Taiva is generally a bad middah. Could it be used in a good way? Yeah, there's a maral that says you could use it at taiva for mitzvahs, taiva for Torah. Okay, everything bad could be used in a good way. But in a 95% time, it generally used in a bad way, right? All of these things. This, mich- this Mishnah talking about things that could be good and sometimes even beneficial within moderation. That means sometimes the things that we're discussing, remember, what are we discussing over here? Morning sleep. What? That's it? You're not allowed to sleep. Mishnah's telling you you can't sleep in the morning. That means as soon as it's eight, you've got to get up. No. Sometimes it's okay to sleep in the morning. Within reason. Very important. Within reason, with a small amount that you need in order to continue your life and have a successful day, beautiful. But too much? Forget about it. Wine. Is wine so bad to drink in the afternoon? The Mishnah's telling us it takes you out of the world? No. But it means a lot of it is terrible. But there's certain times that it's good. Schmoozing, by the way. By the way, the Vilna Goin says one of the 48 Kinyanim 
of how you coin, how you acquire wisdom. One of the 48 ways, by the way, and if you've ever gone through it, there's an article book about it, Renoch Weinberg, I think it is, has the 48 ways of, of acquiring wisdom. One of them is what? Ma'atzicha. A little bit of schmoozing. A little bit of schmoozing. Nothing wrong. Before you start your chavusa, you start a little bit of schmoozing, then you move on. But then you move on, right? <laughs> That's what it can't, Shema Yimshari, you can't continue. You've got to move on. So what this Mishnah differs from previous Mishnahis that talk about Mitzinus or Odomina Olam is because it's talking about things that are Be'etzem could be good and bad. It depends how they are used. Whereas the other Mishnahis that we've had or that we're going to learn that are automatically Mitzinus or Odomina Olam because those things are in a normal, average way are going to be bad as well. Now, um, it's very, very interesting the most Rishonim, when they learn this Mishnah, is to, which Olam? Which world? Which world is the Mishnah they're referring to? This world or the next world? So most say it means the next world. It's not taking you out, well, it's going to kill you? What, sleeping in the morning is going to kill you in a physical way? No. You'll have a, you'll have a very, I don't know about good, but you'll have, a, you'll have a life. I don't know how much of a life you'll have, you'll have a life, right? Sleep too much, you'll be able to live. But the next world? What are you going to the next world? It's Rabbeinu Yonah, for example, says it takes you out of this world. What does that mean? So Rabbeinu Yonah explains the Mishnah that not only is the Mishnah telling you that if you do these things, sleeping in the morning, too much wine, schmoozing, all of these things, it's not the Pshat that it's taking you out of the next world only. It could be also. But it's taking you out of this world. Why? It's like we've said so many times and we've learnt in this parak. This parak has been a beautiful parak to discuss this, this Yisoyed. What are we in this world for? What are we doing here? We're here, to, we're here to accomplish something. Not one person in this room was put in this world for the Rabboni Shalom to say, Ha! i put you there. Let's see what you're going to do with it. You're here for a purpose. You're here to accomplish something. How much are you going to be accomplishing if you're sleeping in the morning, if you're drinking wine in the afternoon, if you're schmoozing all day with other people, kids talk, all these, all these things are things that take you out of this world. Says Rabbeinu Yonah, these are the things that diminish your potential in this world. They don't give you what you need to accomplish. Rabbeinu Yonah brings, by the way, very interesting Rabbeinu Yonah, he brings a story. He says it's a marshal to a servant of the king. And the king gives the servant a nice sum of money. What does the servant do? Takes the coins one by one, throws them into the sea. What's the king going to say? Imagine the guy comes up, can I have more money? Can I have more money? I, I, any more money? Are, what are you, crazy? How many of us do the same thing? Come to Rosh Hashanah. Say, Rebani Shalaylam. Zachreinu Lachayimam. All the songs, the latest songs. Kishmat, unbelievable. Zachreinu Lachayimam. We want life. Hashem says once, what type of life do you want? What type of life did you have? What type of life did you lead? You want more of the same? You wasted what I gave you. You wasted it. The king says the same thing to the servant. I don't know. I gave you money. What do you do with it? Imagine you have a child, right? Mitzvah, all of you be zeichet the children, but it is money at the right time. And you give your child, you know, twenty shekel, and, and he takes it, he just throws it on the street. Then he comes over and says, um, "Dad, can I have another twenty shekel, please?" Right? Okay. Yeah, I want, I want more money. Goes, Which father's going to give him money? You've got to be an idiot to give him more money. He just wasted it. He didn't do anything with it. The Rebbeinu says, "Rebbeinu Yonah." It's the same thing with our own lives. The Rebbeinu gave us so many beautiful talents opportunities, everyone on their own level. Everyone sitting in this room has different opportunities, was sent in this world for a different purpose, and has a different capabilities of doing and fulfilling their potential, whatever it may be. Right? I'll, I'll just give an example. We had in Dafayomi recently uh, the, the Machlokas in the Gemara Numa about the way that the Kohen Gadol, and I get to you, the way that the Kohen Gadol went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim on Yom HaKippurim. 
So there's a different way. Did he go that direction, that direction? That, there's a whole shine in the Gemara. Very interesting machlekes. Which way round did he go? Like, who cares? Like, does it really make a difference? I guess it does, right? Because when Mitzvah Shem, the basic Mitzvah will be here, we have to tell the Kohen Gadol what to do, right? So, basically, um, one is to the Menorah, one is to the Mizbeach. There's a Mordek Chidor. The Chidor says that each of the Kalim in the Mizbeach, in the Beisam Mikdash, in the Mishkan, represented a different Mahalach of learning. One, reset, one represented an Ian, one represented Bikiyas, a different Mahalach of learning, and each one represented a different one. Says the Chidor, such a beautiful thing. You know what he says? He says, you know what it's teaching us? You're going to love this. It's so gavaldic. So you have to have this chidah up your sleeve. It's so beautiful. He says, there are many paths of serving Hashem. There are different ways of serving Hashem. This one does it like this. This one does it like this. There's a to look at another guy and say, what he's doing is wrong. What he's doing is bad. Obviously, within reason, right? But if a person is doing the right way, as long as his direction is the Kodesh HaKadoshim, as long as he's trying to get to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, what's the difference if he went that way, that way, or that way? His goal was the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Everyone's got a different Mahalach. Everyone's got a different Derech. Everyone's got a different path to follow. We have to remember that. And that's what this Mishnah says Rabbi Yoni is telling us. You were given a life. You're able to live. It's not so poshut. Yesterday, some of you know, a lady in the area up the street where I live died. A very young, a young lady with a small family, of young kids. She sent her kids to school. She sent her children to school like a regular day. Her husband went to Daven in shul. He came back from shul and said to the little five-year-old or whatever it was who was there, where's mommy? She's on the bathroom floor. What does a five-year-old know? Shem Yerachim. She sent her children off to school. Her kids come home and Shem Yerachim. Rachman we should never know Laleinu Lalechem. We're alive. You could breathe. You could breathe. You could do. You could stand. You could sing. You could talk. There's so much you can do. What are you doing with those talents? That's what this mission is telling us. You're wasting your life away. No, it's not like kin Tiber and covered. Those things are intrinsically bad. These are things that could be done. It's okay to sleep. It's okay to drink a bit of wine. It's okay to schmooze. All these things are okay. But this is what you're spending your life on. This is your kivun. This is your direction. The Chidot is telling us that if you go your direction to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, beautiful. How you got there, who cares? This man left through davening, through spider dust, through learning, through tefillah. What's the difference? You get to a bunch of anyway. And that's a very, very important thing. I'll just end off with this. Rabbi Yaakov Yitzhak, the Heilige Yid from Pshischa, once said that he owed everything he had to a blacksmith. You owe everything you have to a blacksmith. You owe everything to a blacksmith. How do you owe everything to a blacksmith? Listen to what he said. He said as a young man, he had a big problem getting up in the morning, especially during the winter. You know, it's very hard to get out of bed in the winter. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. But it's sometimes hard to get out in the winter. It's cold outside. And it's like, oh, it looks dark. And, you know, well, it's, it's not a schmuck to get out of bed. He, he, had, he had a very hard time. Huh? You wake up when it's still dark? Some people do. In the winter. Ah, you live in England, for example. Whatever. Right? So, Bikitsa. So, this guy. This Yahalgiyid. So, he had trouble getting up in the winter. But as he was lying in bed, he heard a hammer. He kept on hearing a hammer on a piece of metal. And, and it annoyed him. Ugh, he wants to sleep. And he can't, because he's got this hammer noise. But what could he do? And he heard it was the blacksmith. And this blacksmith used to, you know, bang and bang on the metal and straightening it and doing all sorts of things. And, 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 and he said, Ugh, you know, this guy's getting up in order to, you know, to do his thing. So I, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't get up to serve Hashem? If he's managed to get up to make a parnasa to make money, I can't get up to serve Hashem? It's the next morning... He woke up earlier than the blacksmith. Ha-ha! I'm getting up before him. I'm going to show him. I'm getting up before the blacksmith. 
And he started to learn. Now when the blacksmith got up and he heard his neighbor learning in his room, he said, I understand. If this young man has no need to support a family, is already up learning, I have to get up in order to support my family, other than him. So there's a competition between the blacksmith and the Gehalige Yaakov Yitzchak, the Pshischa, the Gehalige Yid, the Gehalige Yid, to get up earlier and earlier and earlier. And eventually, he became who he became. He said, I owe everything towards to this blacksmith. Why? Because he realized his tachas. He realized that, you know, sometimes competition is good. But to realize which direction we're going, we have to understand that's what the Mishnah is telling us. The Mishnah is telling us that these things maybe are good, but they take you out of this world. Not only the next world, that's for sure, but even this world. They won't give you success. We have to remember what are our goals, what are we looking for. We've spoken about this in Seven Habits. We've got goals and we've got ways of getting to our goals. It's very, very important. What are our goals? What is our kivun? What is our direction? We have to know that and remember what is taking us away from our direction. What are the things that are annoying us, whether it's our phones, whether it's our friends, whether it's all sorts of things that are taking us out, taking you out of this world, giving you no productivity, and not enabling you to reach your tachlis. But Hashem, tomorrow we'll continue. Uh, I just have to say, actually, one last thing, Rabbi Say. I'm sorry, one last thing. Medjushmur. There's a modika Medjushmur on this Mishnah. The Medjushmur brings a sheet of Ramosha al Shaka that he says that this Mishnah is referring to three stages of life. Listen to this. Stage of life number one, when a person is very, very young, don't sleep away your morning, right? That is the time where you get a lot of meaning in your life, your, your page is still fresh. You're young. You're able to imprint on yourself and make an impression of something. If you wake up later on, it's sometimes too late. As an adult, you're exposed to midday wine. At that time, you know, drunk, not in a literal sense, but it means drunk with business, drunk with all sorts of things over there, and that's taking you away, and it's hard to remain sober of your responsibilities. And when you get even older, and you have to really get to your real responsibilities, make sure you don't just get busy with childhood speech. But again, the same idea the Medrashmul is telling us, all three stages of your life are written in this Mishnah, how important it is to remember, take advantage of what we have, make sure we go in the right direction, and make sure nothing takes us away from our ultimate goal. Okay.